Presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds. Where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this 11th day of May 2023. Today's show is brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself $20 on your first purchase. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network and uh, the Belly Up Network of Shows. Make sure you check uh, out all the great shows on Belly Up and Friends on Spotify and as well as the website Belly Up Sports for tons of great uh, content there and links to all of the other podcasts on the podcast network inside of things. Thank you for making us a part of your morning each and every morning here on YouTube Live and Facebook Live. And for those who aren't watching on Facebook or YouTube, thanks for following us and listening to us on the podcast throughout the day. And as you've been doing for the better part of two and a half years now, crazy thing, it's been two and a half years. And me and Dave are going on to show 301 later on tonight. But anyways, we got ourselves a series in the National Hockey League playoffs for the chase of Lord Stanley's Cup. It's uh, been a while since we've seen one like this. And no, I'm not talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs of surviving last night against the Florida Panthers winning last night in a game that they had to win obviously down 3 nothing. but I'm not going to spend much time or any time on that hockey team until they maybe make it to a 3-3 situation they don't deserve my time and I hope the people of Toronto don't even go to the game tomorrow night in Toronto at Scotiabank Arena but enough about the Edmonton Oilers or the Toronto Maple Leafs and Mitchie Marner we'll talk about Marner at the end of the show actually I gotta touch on him a little bit I'm talking about the Edmonton Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights we got ourselves a slobber knocker of a series it's all tied up at two games apiece now with the Oilers winning last night in very convincing fashion uh 4-1 the final was they went up uh, three three nothing in the first period and I thought you're going to see Jonathan Quick um get back in the game and be uh, bring out his inner 2000 I think it was 2014 self when they won the Stanley Cup with the Los Angeles Kings I was expecting Quick to go into the net now you got uh it's a it's a you got yourself selves a series now with two two teams that haven't been uh looking to to win a series and take a stranglehold you've had a couple three blowouts you had a close game in game one but the last two games have been blowouts to to a man and everything else but it got a little bit ugly last night it got a little bit greasy and that's the kind of uh playoff hockey that that us older guys and people like i mean younger people like it too but it's one of those uh bring you back the old battle of alberta kind of a series back in the oilers and flames days where there, there is a little bit of greasiness there is a little bit of hostility towards each other in the playoffs and it's it's nice to see that there are uh there are some competitors out there that are making this all happen you had uh, the or like i said the oilers got out to a four nothing lead they gave up the late goal or, or the 
five minutes into the third period, they gave up the goal to get rid of Skinner's uh, shutout. But um, you, you had some greasiness throughout the game. And I, I kind of, I like it to an extent. I don't know how much I like the dirty plays so much, but you, you like the greasiness and you like the emotion and everything else. And Evander Kane, once again, was at the center of it as he was in game in game two in Las Vegas that he was getting right in the middle of it, doing some things, but the, the hit on Peter Angelo uh, in the second period, I thought was quite dirty. Uh, it looked a lot worse in real time than, than in, in slow motion. It could have been quite dangerous, but all things in hockey are quite dangerous. I'm not downplaying the hit whatsoever. It was a push from behind. Whenever you see a guy's numbers, you, you should, uh, you should hold up. And these players are at the age now where they, they, they played with the, the stop sign on the back. For those of you who don't know, I don't know if it's in the United States as well, but, throughout Canada forever and ever there's been a stop sign on the back of the jerseys in minor hockey to make sure that you know when when the opponent sees your back you're supposed to slow up and not not hit a guy from behind last night you had a push and a shove from 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 the back that Kane did on Petrangelo and it was a pretty greasy hit and all things said and done and it uh, Jonathan Marsh so took exception to it uh came to his uh, his teammates defense later on in the third period and they got into a little bit of a uh, fist to cuffs a little bit of pushing match they both received 10 minute misconducts but the telling thing for that for me was with Evander Kane waiting to see what the call was sitting on the bench and everything else and he was smiling and laughing and he knows that he got underneath the skin of the Vegas Golden Knights and he did his job to a T 100%. He's kind of become that, um, that super pest 2.0 more so than a, uh, like he's a bit greasier, a bit, he's a lot tougher than Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins, but you like to see a guy like that with Evander Kane. Yeah. He's had some indiscretions in the past. A lot of things have gone a little bit differently with him throughout his life and throughout his career, but it's good to see that he's getting the Oilers fans and the Oilers players, uh, that little boost, that little put push from that. I shouldn't say push from behind, but that little shove that the Oilers kind of needed. And they have that kind of a, a grit and determination with their hockey club that, that it's a lot more than just Dreisaitl and McDavid. Like McDavid got two two points last night and Dreisaitl got the one, but they got that ex, that uh, that secondary scoring last night that you need to have for, for your hockey team to win 16 games in the National Hockey League playoffs to get to the Stanley Cup. Uh, you're not going to have two guys that can carry throughout the entire playoffs. You need an entire team effort and you need a bunch of guys pushing in the same direction. That's what the Oilers had last night. And you hope to see, if, if you're an Oilers fan, you hope to see that those guys can keep, can keep moving on in that direction. It was un, uh, it was not really logical or uh, a thing that was going to happen with the, uh, the dry saddle chase of 19 goals. It was NHL playoff record. We, we thought that maybe he'd have it by last night and everything else. But you, you, it's not, a, it's not a, a possible thing for a guy to keep up that pace, even if you are playing with one of the best players to ever play the game or actually the best player to ever play the game. Not the greatest. The best. There's a big difference. There's a really big difference between greatest and the best, right? So uh, it's one of those things you, you, you see that the Oilers have something going on last night, and it's nice to see a little bit, two teams with some hostility and some bad blood between them. It's, it's going to be a, it's coming down to a best of three, and no team has really taken a stranglehold on this series. Like there was a blowout in game three where the Oilers came out rather flat, and, and Vegas took advantage of it wholeheartedly, and, and they they said, you know what? We, we can beat these guys. We, we're, we, we, had, we finished the regular season two points ahead of these guys. It's not the McDavid show it's not the dry title show we got a hockey club here that can do some damage jack eichel had a nice game in game three and you got a vegas team over there with some winning pedigree as well uh, alec martinez he's part of those kings teams uh, as well and, and then jonathan quick on the bench now he could probably uh, voice uh, an opinion or two about how to win hockey games uh, you, you wonder what we, if, you're, if you're going to see him go into the net uh it's been a while since he's played but you never know what a guy lightning in a bottle and one of those things you might see quick getting a i don't know if he's gonna get the start but there might be a pretty quick hook coming up for the vegas golden knights in 
that. Uh, near the end of the game, there was a lot of there was some nasty stuff going on, which I um, I, I don't condone, but it's it's fun as a fan to see those, those kind of things and the way the the emotion of it was all coming up. For those who didn't watch the game, I'll give you a quick recap. Uh, Peter Angelo, he's a bit frustrated. A dry settle was going for an empty net goal last night, and. Uh, Missed the net, and Peter Angelo went over to him, slashed him across the the wrist. Uh, he went down. Uh, Dry settle went down, and in come in come Connor McDavid to the rescue. I don't know if that's the smartest idea, having a superstar like that coming to your rescue. But it's nice to see a, a teammate of Dry Settle's uh, pedigree coming in. Uh, McDavis pedigree coming in to say to, to look after Dreisaitl a little bit, and he got in 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 the face of 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 uh, Pedrangelo and had one of those situations where he he said, you know what, I'm going to get this guy for 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 everything that happened. I'm going to going to happen here. I I don't like it. It's it was uh, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth kind of a situation with the cane hit on on Pedrangelo earlier. He's frustrated. Pedrangelo goes back and he and he slashes Dreisaitl across the wrist. I don't think that either should be suspendable. I think that it's kind of just boys will be boys a little bit. Are they hockey plays? No, and that's what. But that's the reason why you have referees in hockey because anytime you need a referee, it means there wasn't a hockey play happening. So McDavid's comments after the game, calling for suspension of Peter Angelo, was a bit, a bit, uh, a bit off-putting. I guess is the word for me that you know what? Sometimes you just can't. You don't have a situation there where everything goes right, and that's and that's to a man. Not everything goes right all the time in a hockey game. That's why you have officials out there to to keep the peace, and that's the same reason why we have police officers out in the real world that could be. The, sometimes people do dumb things. I I, I believe that there was a, a situation last night where Peter Angelo was frustrated. He was mad. He was a little bit um, ready to go. He was, uh, but the slash, you know, he went and got he got him. Dry sidles fine. It's okay. Not not a big deal. He uh, actually mouthed to his teammates while he was on the bench. He says, you know what? Don't do anything here. I'm good. Let's not let's not do anything stupid. Let's not get anybody suspended. We need our team moving forward. We need all all 20 horses on the ice. The guys that we got, the guys we got going right now. We don't need any any penalties, any suspensions, anything stupid. We won this hockey game. Let's move on. And that was a, the true sign of a leader. I thought McDavid and and Dry being leaders last night, and Peter Angelo sticking up for himself a little bit and being frustrated and saying, you know what? We got ourselves a series here we got an old slobber knocker going here some old-time hockey let's get into it a little bit and let's let's see the best of three and let's make me the best team win i'm glad that nobody um is was hurt in the situations last night uh you, you hate to see a guy get hurt in the series be decided with with somebody being hurt and everything else but we have a best of three series now going back to vegas two out of three in vegas both teams have won on the road so that, that, that's where we stand now with that series i think you're going, going to see this one go into overtime at game seven i think it's going to come down to see if some Somebody can get a save in in that in that series. How Skinner's going to bounce back? He had a pretty good bounce back game last night. He wasn't overly tested early. Uh, the Oilers came out early. I actually showed up to the game. Uh, what watch? I was on the ball field last night, but he was that was two nothing by the time I sat down, uh, quick and early. Right, so yeah, Skinner wasn't tested early, but he was uh, had a game last night where he made all the easy saves, few of the hard ones. That's what you got to do in the National Hockey League playoffs. And you, you've seen a lot of teams aren't getting aren't getting playoff goaltending yet. And it's uh, like, you wonder when Ottinger in, in Dallas is going to put something together. Cause he's been not very good. And the guy who's the, 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 uh, the best goaltender on paper remaining in the playoffs, you wonder when Ottinger is going to put one together. He better do it tonight or else that series might be over quick too, with the Seattle Kraken surprise, surprise. But it's, um, I, I look forward to these next three games with the Oilers, see what uh, Kane's going to do. See if he can still get under the skin of the Vegas golden Knights. Cause boys will be boys. And no matter what, uh, if someone pokes you enough, you're going to poke, back right if you uh wake up a bear the bear keeps the, the bear growls a little bit and that might happen with the, the vegas golden knights it should be interesting
losing these next three games down to best of three. I think this one's going seven. I think you're going to have a situation where an overtime game seven goal and it might come down to the best player on the planet will uh, will will take that thing and maybe uh, have a uh, Edmonton team going to the Western Conference Final for the second time in in uh, well, second time in a row because they played Colorado and got swept aside last year. But they've been been at the dance a few times in the McDavid era in in Edmonton. It's going to be uh, good to see. Anyways, we'll talk about the Leafs for a second. They got a win last night. Um, they don't really care a whole bunch. It's three games to one. That series, I think, is still over. I'm not going to give much uh, much time to these guys on 14, 20 in the morning uh, until they can get it to a 3-3 situation. But it was a bit off-putting yesterday. Oh, no, it's two days ago, I think it was. Little Mitchie Marner got a little bit butthurt that the media said was was questioning him about people's care. And he, he kind of bit back a little bit, which I do like some emotion. But little Mitchie Marner saying, we don't care what you guys say. We don't care what the people say. Those Mitchie, those people are paying your bills, man. Those people are putting money in your pocket. And it's your job as a as an athlete and as a uh, ambassador, Toronto Maple Leafs, and as a Toronto kid to address the media in a, in a proper way. Um, yeah, you, you don't care to an extent, but saying, yeah, like an apology once in a while wouldn't be too bad from these guys. And I'm not a Marner apologist but ain't, by any means. I think he's a good hockey player. Uh, I don't think he's a great hockey player. He puts up good numbers in the regular season. He had a good night last night with two points, I believe it was, in that win. So he bounced back a little bit. But you, uh, when you're down when you're down three games to nothing to a team that's supposed to, you're supposed to beat, uh, maybe keep your mouth shut and uh, say things appropriately. Maybe go get some... Uh, media training or something because you were really off putting the other day and I hope uh, when you get back to Toronto the, the media doesn't uh, hold back on you a little bit because I think that little that little yap needs to be a bit, bit, bit of shutting up and he needs to uh, really uh, think about what he said and how he went about saying things that's just my rant of the day that's just my opinion on, on little Mitchie Marner but anyways that's uh I don't know. It's just a different situation there with the Toronto Maple Leafs and Mitch Marner. But the Oilers series is a slobber knocker. I'm glad that the Oilers are are uh, and the Vegas Golden Knights are having some old time hockey. The next, like I said, the next three games are going to be very entertaining, rough and tumble. There's two teams right now that uh, haven't really decided anything, being being together, uh, having two games apiece, and it's, it's it's been rough and it's been dirty and there's been a lot of fights. The uh, nurse nurse blowing a kiss is never a, a good thing. If you ever want to piss somebody off on on the ice, you blow a kiss to them. That's an automatic guarantee. Someone's going to be pissed off in that kind of a situation, and there won't be too much, too much love lost or kisses being uh, shared amongst the, uh, the those two teams moving forward. So Darnell Nurse probably shouldn't uh, – it's funny, but it's just kind of a bad look, and you might get yourself a, a punch right in the kisser before this playoff series is, is up. But it was a lot of fun. It's been a great series so far. and you, That one is, uh, I think, going to go a uh, to seven games, in my opinion, one of those uh, – it's great. NHL, NHL hockey is so, so great to watch. The playoffs are so great. The, the second round has been kind of a dud compared to the first round. It always is. But this Vegas one is uh, revitalizing hockey a little bit. And it's going to be a great uh, game uh, five, six, and seven. Anyways, uh, what do we got to on this day in? What do we got here? To, on this day in 1996, Al Leiter of the Florida Marlins no hit the Colorado Rockies in front of 31,549 people at Joe Robbie Stadium in Miami in a game that took only 22 hours and 22 minutes on the way to a no-no lighter struck out six, walking only two on 103 pitches, uh, getting only one batter over the minimum in the Marlins 11-0 win. Uh, Marlins were led offensively by third baseman Terry Pendleton, who went three for four with five RBIs, including a fifth-inning home run off the Rockies' John Haben. So uh, Al Leiter, now he's on some Yankee broadcast. I'll get my, get my Yankee uh, kick in there right no matter what what we do here at 1420 world headquarters uh now lighter i like him his, his kids are a really good pitcher too actually was at uh, vanderbilt for a few years i can't remember what major league team ended up getting him but uh, al lighter he's like all-time great ex-blue jay too and uh happy 40 
40th birthday to Heisman Trophy winner with the USC Trojans. Matt Leinart, born on this day in 1983 in Santa Ana, California. Leinart won the Heisman Trophy in 2004, leading the Trojans to a national championship, going 13-0, including an Orange Bowl victory over Oklahoma, 10th overall. He went 10th overall to Arizona. Uh, not much of a pro career with Matt Leinart, but he's made a lot of money uh, on the back end of things, going to uh, winning some Winning some some uh, games, not a whole bunch, but Matt Leinart, happy birthday to you. Uh, yeah, James Shaky McPhail, I agree with you. The uh, Leafs fan is cautiously happy. Take it a little bit. Get, give them, you get the win. But uh, really, I'm not going to give that one a whole bunch of, of uh, talk until the Leafs uh, can get to maybe a game th- game six situation, maybe a game seven. I don't have much hope for that team. I got I got m- no faith in that team. I don't like that team right now. I don't like Mitch Marner right now. I don't like the way he spoke to the media the other day. The whole bit. I think they're a bunch of entitled little pricks and that's my opinion i'm entitled to it here at 14 20 in the morning with james shaky mcphail maybe we'll get you on the uh 14 20 in the morning when the uh, the leafs are all said and done and see what happens after game five in uh in uh, toronto on friday night uh anyways thank you very much for joining us on 14 20 in the morning each and every morning here on facebook and on uh and youtube live uh very happy with how the show is going so far make sure you guys subscribe to our youtube channel when you get a chance it just helps things with uh with everything we got going on. Uh, also, make sure you guys uh, follow us on wherever we have our, uh, where we get your, your podcast. Make sure you listen to those. Obviously, talk to people about the show. Help us pr- promote this thing and get it out there. Facebook's good. Twitter's good. But uh, word of mouth gets the, the word out there a lot more. And then just send a uh, message of our of our uh, podcast just by the magic of, of, of the internet. I can get out there really quick. But anyways, thank you once again for, for joining us on Facebook Live. And, make, and remember, everybody, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like the High Five Strangers guy. Game-winning interception. First down. Just a nice, solid tackle. If you're an arm's length, you will be swapping skin with this extrovert. You see, he knows SeatGeek got him a great deal on tickets, so he can focus on what he does best. Smacking palms. SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.